We are two badass spiritual gangster real estate entrepreneurs manifesting our best authentic lives and spreading the good word. You're listening to Manifesting with Morgan and Madeline. Good afternoon. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Long time no see. For real. (laughs) I guess we should kind of explain what's happened in between the past few podcasts, even though we don't have anyone that's eagerly awaiting them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's part of the story. Yeah. yeah, In the process. So it's actually on point, too, because I did manifest a podcast studio in my own house. Yeah, you did. Here we are. This is our first time using the home studio, and... Uh, you just noticed I adjusted my microphone to make it work better. We're going to be have, working through some kinks, but I feel really blessed to have been able to get this. I mean, this is this, I think, is the dream come true. Like we were like at step one. And now I feel like for everybody, I, w- I was telling you earlier, like I feel so much more relaxed here and so much more natural. I, I feel less inhibited and I can just be like, woo. Yeah. Like more my you know? For sure. And I love so Morgan sent me a like a like updated photos of this process as she was like cleaning this room out and then her her art and the couch and the microphones and she went all the way with like high tech equipment and it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm pumped. Well, so this week we are gonna be discussing our third or this is our third topic in manifesting and it's another one of the foundation topics uh just to recap so the first the first topic we covered was the foundation which is just to kind of open your mind to unbecoming all the things that are no longer serving you and just kind of accepting the fact that the first step in manifesting is 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 doing the work to to unbecome yeah absolutely just being willing Yes. To unbecome. Because uh, that's the biggest shift that, that has to take place for any of this other stuff to work. Like I, that quote, I, I can't remember who said this, but there was this woman and she was like, I was willing to like die to everything that I knew and in order to have a new life. And that I remember hearing that and it changed my life. And I was like, Wow. And I had to wrap my mind around a lot of what that meant. Like, okay, are you going to sell out? Or what does that mean? You know? And it's like, no, what it means is release, be willing to release so that some parts of you are going to remain exactly the same, but they're just going to be better. And some things you're going to learn and they're going to be new, but in order to do any of it, you have to be willing. So exactly. Step one. So then the second episode, uh, the second subject of manifesting that we covered was healing from the inside out. And we were just kind of focused on the fact that we live in a vibrational universe and we get to choose the frequency in which we tune ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. whatever we tune in on our inside, our thoughts, our beliefs, our attitude is what we're going to receive and manifest on the outside. And the frequency of your internal being is going to manifest itself in your external results. Exactly. And the summary for me of that week was basically, I hate to use the word fake because I, I don't mean it in a way that's that's um, negative or like putting anybody down. But like when you know 
that what's going on inside of you is not what's coming out of your mouth or like the actions you're taking or it's not reflective, it shows up in your life. And it, it shows up both ways, you know, when, when you're following your river, like going with your grain and not against your grain, uh, it shows up in your life. So exactly. Yeah. And so the, this is kind of the third foundational subject before we get into more specific Mm -hmm. aspects of manifesting. But another thing that I think is a really important concept to grasp is, is the importance of, of purpose Mm -hmm. and understanding what that means. So I guess I'll just kind of start with yeah, what that means to me and then and kind of a little history of how I've come to uh, my definition of purpose. And then we'll let Madeline comment on on where she stands with the, the, per- the it's perfect. So I believe that purpose is our purpose is constantly revealing itself to us uh, and the way that we get to see it is through applying our unique interests and talents and peeling away the program that kind of the programming that kind of distracts us or removes us from the, our internal truth, our authenticity, the things that make us unique. Mm -hmm. And so to me, purpose is, as isn't a, a destination, it's a process. Yeah. And, um, really the, our purpose is, is in the process of reconnecting to the source energy that made us, the God within us, whatever is comfortable to you, mm-hmm. to that greater power that runs through us um, and connects us all, yeah. and the life source. So, yeah, to me, purpose is just the the literally the act of reconnecting with source energy so we can be a vessel through which it flows. Yes. And... You said something that really um, I want to say again. I want to repeat. It's not a destination. It's a process. And purpose is not what other people tell us it is. It's not, it's not, it, it has nothing to do with anything external. Precisely. Period. Yes. Yes. Purpose so much pressure on purpose, you know, yes. in our society. And I think we want to be very clear that that's not the purpose that we're speaking about. The We're not speaking about the, I mean, maybe a degree is part of your purpose. It's not that that's, or a job is part of your purpose, but those are not what we mean as purpose. We mean what does the the source want you to do? Exactly. Exactly. Which is us. What, what is, what is, what do we want to do? Yeah. What, what are we supposed to be doing? Yeah. Period. Yeah. So for me, I, I've read many books over the years Mm -hmm. that uh, I feel like every self-development book kind of cover glosses over purpose Mm -hmm. and, and, um, there's there's, a lot of books on purpose. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And there's, and there's at least, you know, everybody kind of gives their own definition and, (laughs) I know, um, like Eckhart Tolle is somebody that you and I both follow, mm-hmm. and and to me, his his definition of purpose is more just being completely non attached and present, yes. and and having no attachment to outcomes, yes, and, and just being one hundred percent connected with this moment, and 
and your higher truth. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's very very um he, he he's very specific about that in a lot of his books and that's something that's was very foreign for me the first time I tried to read. I don't know how you felt. Oh yeah. But I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does this mean? You know, don't expect things, don't have attachment. You know, that was a very um, slippery slope for me at first until I ex- experienced it or until I could identify when I experienced it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like um, information that you had. Mm-hmm. And then until you could really apply it in mm-hmm. real life, it was kind of a vague concept. Yeah, address. exactly. And it was a concept that I could go back and identify other times that I had actually experienced it, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So. Maybe we can like unpack that a little bit. Yeah, like, sure. What does it mean to be present? What does it mean to not be attached uh, to outcomes and have those expectations? And why is that important? Yeah. How does that to you? How does that connect to purpose? Being so, present and not attached to outcomes. Okay. So for me, that that sort of is the purpose. Yes. Almost. So yeah. so what that means is if if we want to channel and if we want to be a vessel for purpose which is the divine you know the higher power our our own power like you said whatever however you're comfortable identifying um your source of energy your source of life if we want to show up to be able to spread that like the love if we want to if we want other if we want to connect with other people in that way the only way to do that is to be there with that person in that moment. So if I'm thinking about yesterday and I'm preoccupied, or if I'm like with another human and I'm thinking about what I have to do tomorrow, and if if I'm not connected to the moment that I'm in, then I'm shut down. So it's like the the water can't flow, right? So it's like it's a blockage. And there's nothing wrong with thinking about yesterday and thinking about tomorrow. Like there's a time and a place for that. Um, But when it becomes... This is why meditation is so important because to clear your mind and to reset yourself to that place where you can be present is difficult Yes, for a lot of people, I mean, myself included, and the society that we live in and the world we live in, we always have something like going on, like all the time there's something to think about. There's an alert going off on our phone, our computer, our doorbell. Yes, (laughs) there's always something to distract us from being in the moment. Um, And so I guess for me, Step one is just to learn to be present. Like the non-attachment is almost like step two for me. So just to learn to like whatever it is, put your phone away. Um, If you want to, and and to do this with yourself, this doesn't even have to start with other people. Like this starts with yourself. Put your phone away for just a few minutes and just see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Like I swear that sounds insane. That sounds like, oh my gosh, anybody can put their, put your phone away for five minutes. Yeah. Seriously. Like, away. <laughs> like, turn it on silent, put it in another room, close the door, like, let it have a little breather. Let it have a breather. Give yourself, give your brain a chance to be awake but not doing anything. Yeah. And see what happens. Take a bath. <laughs> without your phone. Exactly. You know? Um, yeah, exactly. So, how, how does being present align to purpose for you? I mean, how is that and non-attachment and that sort of... I think philosophy. I think for me, I agree one hundred percent with what you said. But for me, 
in my own experience, if I'm too, if I don't give myself the time to be able to self-reflect and process information and have that time to open up my mind to receive guidance from the universe, I start to really get lost. And, um, you know, a big, a big part of these foundational concepts that we've been talking about and manifesting is just connecting with your truth. Mm -hmm. And I can't connect with my truth when I don't take that time to receive it. And so I think that's part of the being present. And then the non-attachment, you're automatically kind of setting yourself up for failure and putting yourself in a lower vibrational frequency when you attach yourself to an outcome and it makes it that much harder to align with your purpose because you're focused on the outcome instead of the present moment where you're going to be able to receive guidance towards your purpose mm-hmm. and be able to connect with it. Mm-hmm. If you're tied up in attachment to outcome, th- there's a block there. Yeah. And I think I think um, to add a little bit more to this, I think the pursuit of purpose in itself is is the definition of purpose to some degree. Yeah. And by even declaring that that's something that you're interested in pursuing. I mean, there's a million different, there's a million different definitions, but I think it all kind of comes, you end up finding the same path Mm -hmm. or the same truth. Yeah. And that's automatic upping your vibrational frequency just by saying, what is my purpose? Or I feel like I have no purpose. Yeah. And having the willingness to start exploring that so that you can feel whole again. Yes. Yes. This for me brings up, I, I think we talk about this or I know I mentioned this often. I don't know if I have yet with, with the, I believe in like the Forrest Gump life. Okay. Yes. So it's important that I have felt a lot of pressure personally from a young age of like, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be? And it's like, okay, those are important questions, mm-hmm. but never did, did someone ask me, how do you want to change the world? Or what What feels like your calling? Yeah. Those words were never used. What sets your soul on fire? What, what makes, makes you happy? What, what makes, makes you, you free? unique? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you love to do? Mm-hmm. Those questions were never asked. Well, and, and forgive me if they were. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear <laughs> I don't them. Remember. I don't remember. I don't remember hearing them. God forbid. <laughs> but, but what I remember feeling and interpreting from those types of sessions with questions and and schools and parents and families and all the things I remember feeling so much pressure Mm -hmm. and that in itself detached me from purpose because there was so much pressure for me to make some like like lifetime decision and I I want to really express how important it is to not do that to yourself (laughs) like unless you are a little human who wakes up on his fifth birthday or her fifth birthday and says, I'm going to be a surgeon. And from that point forward, you play operation and read every medical book and you become a surgeon. And these people do exist and thank God for them. Cause this is who I want to be my surgeon. Thank you. How, how, we got to interview yeah. them and say, how aligned with you are, are you in your, how truth? long have you been wanting to, <laughs> when you were a child, what was your favorite board game? Yes. <laughs> if it was not operation, you're not operating yes. on me. Okay. So, um, I, so I feel like, uh, for most people though, that's not, 
the the only I, th- I think that's a small percentage of the population is a very linear uh, process. Yes. Right. So they start here and they just very slowly achieve a goal. And that's wonderful. But the careers in which and, and I use the word career, but the lives in which that particular linear approach is the most effective is a very low percentage of people. Yeah. So Forrest Gump, love him. <laughs> he didn't, he just was. If you've, if you've ever seen, you know, I love me some Forrest Gump. If you ever watch Forrest Gump, he's just like, well, okay, I'm going to go do this today. Yeah. And there he was. And, and he was a professional athlete and then he became a different type of athlete. Then he was a veteran. Then he was a, mil- you know, his life led him to all of these different places because he allowed himself to be yes. in those places. And he wasn't, he moments. wasn't, his ego wasn't attached to a a, a title. He, he, just, he just was, he, he just, just was. was. And he found himself in the next situation to, on his evolution. And yep. he, yeah. And he didn't care what anybody said or thought about it. He didn't need to, pr- he wasn't, his purpose wasn't to prove anything to anyone. Yes. His purpose. Well, maybe Jen A. Well, Jen A. He did it all for her. And, and Bubba. He did. Oh, yeah. But, but that was from, a, that was part of his purpose was a place of love that that came from. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't for ego, like you said. It was just a genuine way to show love and appreciation for those in his life. Um, but that, for me, is the easiest way to explain the belief system that I follow. I love it. That's a perfect example. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Forrest Gump, please watch Forrest Gump and then rejoin us. <laughs> or watch it with this through this lens and see what you Absolutely. Can learn. Please rewatch it through this lens and just understand. And you know, people we joke about how, you know, his IQ was low and all that. And it's like, well, Maybe he had he's a smarter it than out. us he another way. Figured, that's exactly. what I'm saying. That the mind will distract us from being in our in our present, in our worth, in our alignment. Because the mind is very powerful and it's it's tricky, you know, and yes. you have to you have to know how to work with your mind and not against your mind. Or um, yeah, because it can run you. Just it as will much run as you. you. Yep, it will run you. And the smarter that you are, the more accept I think susceptible. Yes, <laughs> clearly not me. <laughs> but the the smarter you are, the more susceptible you are, right, to that sort of distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of parlays into another point I wanted to talk about, which Mm -hmm. is the animals and Mm -hmm. how you said, you know, Forrest Gump just was. To me, uh, animals, their purpose is wired into their DNA. They don't Mm -hmm. have the consciousness to sit and reflect and ask the question, what is my purpose? They just are. Right. And they do what they were put on this earth to do. And they're right. They're just perfect little creatures. Sure, I'm, they, I'm sure they have some trauma and do some weird things as a response. But right. uh, I think that's what separates man man from animal. And one of the easiest ways for me to connect with the present moment is to, to be with one of my dogs or be with nature and animals mm-hmm. because... Oh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of... of <laughs> I think I think that... They, they kind of remind us of that, of, of how to just be and be present and not attached to outcomes. You know, Marley, the dog that isn't yelling at you right now, uh, whenever he, he, he gets in the car, he doesn't have an, 
he doesn't care where he's going. He's just happy to be in the car. Exactly. And then when we get where we're going, he's happy to be there. Yes. And that's, I love having that little reminder and it makes me appreciate my dogs even more. It's because so true. It's such a value to have that, that little sweet thing that I can just connect with and check in mm-hmm. with, with and, and not be attached to what's going on around me. Right. Yeah. I think we, as a, as a culture, um, to be fair, it's like really difficult. He's okay. He's okay. Hi, Steve. Steve. Steve knows we're talking about him, and he's like, "Look at me." Steve's the boss. <laughs> For those uh, who are not watching and listening, I have a little blonde Yorkie mix that's on Madeline's lap, uh, lick, licking, licking her face. face. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I think he just feels like he needs to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just carry on, and he can. He can. Um. I just, I don't know. It's so true, though. Like, like animals are just, they're incredible. I didn't know. I didn't know how cool kids and animals were until I had them. Yeah. Like, I was not a person who was all about it until I, I'm for, I'm serious. I'm just being honest. Madeline got a dog, and I saw her posting it on Instagram several times, and I, I was like, that has she to be a confused. friend's dog. That has to be a friend's dog. Like, she didn't, she loves freedom and, yeah. like, traveling, and I'm like, what? Yeah. But you know, but but that what you said and what we're speaking about is part of how that came about is because I stopped fighting what I felt like was an external definition of freedom. And I started to really hone in on what my personal definition of freedom feels like for myself. Yeah. And that freedom, having a child and a dog, it, where I am now I feel more free than I did before in a different way. Yeah. We'll talk about that another time, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm with you on the, on Forrest Gump and on the dogs, on the animals. And like, I, I just think that it's really important to appreciate our culture. I'm, I, I thank God every day. I mean that I'm America that I was born in. I do. I really do for sure. Love my country. Uh, have absolutely nothing we're not going to do that but i also think it's important as humans like no matter where we're raised and born and all the things to just acknowledge what we have done and it's like we've disconnected totally from nature that's why there's such an influx now of people wanting to go back to nature because it's like we're waking up exactly it's like all this robotic tendency and all these like you know, um, sort of streamlined ideas of what success were have put us in into a deep, deep coma as a society. And now all of a sudden it's like slowly like ping, ping. We're starting to like revisit that this does not work. Yeah, because our spirits aren't fed. Our souls aren't no. fed. And we are starting finally this information is, is very you know, mainstream at this point. Right. And so we're learning and growing as, as a society as well. And recognizing yeah. uh, that we do have, there are more options than just working a nine to five. So you can yeah. get your healthcare benefits. Right, and, right. Um, there are also that, I, I mean, I feel like every day there's probably hundreds of people all over the world that realize, Hey, my purpose isn't tied to my career or my title or being a mom or being an American or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And and that's why we've been told like to label, 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 label. But, and then we try to find our identity and, and that label and that's not Mm -hmm. where it is. And that's why we keep feeling lost and, and and search searching for something more because 
It's yeah. it's the whole like good intentions. Yes, we, I think we all have the best intentions to f- find purpose by by connecting what we think is connecting, which is well, I'm I'm um. A Panthers fan, <laughs> or I'm a whatever. I'm a this. I'm a you know. I'm a blonde. I'm a brunette. There, there are so many ways that we find what we see as what we think is connecting. But the reality is that those are all separating us. Yes, and exactly. the more separate that we are, the less we're present, and the less we're able to let God. I'm using the term God work through us for our purpose and for the higher purpose, which is. To freaking love one another, man. Like, we're here to do that. Yes. We yes. are here to do that. And, 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 and amongst other things, it's not the only thing, but I think that's like the biggest thing. Yes. And, um, and if anything gets in the way of that, then it's not in alignment with our purpose. And the more that we separate and the more that we have these preconceived notions of what it feels to be part of something that, that puts us that pits us against other, other groups, if you will. Yeah. Uh, the, the more we're, we're taking steps backwards is my opinion. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with having a team you love, you know, go Hornets all day, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like loving your city or your, your country any, or any, whatever. Anything, yeah. Anything. But like that, that is not going to be, that's not purpose. Yes. Yeah. So that's, it's good that we're unpacking this because it's good to, to define purpose, right? Yeah. To define what purpose is. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so I think we could sit and talk about this we for could. hours we and could. hours. Uh, but it, it's, this is this kind of another little foundation to manifesting is to me, the most important thing to recognize in, in this episode is just the fact that purpose is an act is an ongoing act. It's, it's not a des it's, it's not a destination. Right. It's a thing that's always going to be unfolding and revealing itself to you. And you'll know when you found it mm-hmm. because you will feel so aligned with your truth mm-hmm. and so connected with the universe and yep. other people. And it's it's a, a feeling that I wish that every person in this world could feel. And I, I won't stop spreading the good yeah. word and refining myself as a person until that that's achieved. Yeah, it, it is. And it's... It's hard to explain, but it's just, it, it's a thing that makes you feel good. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, we don't want to use good and bad a lot because there's, there's ups and downs in purpose. Well, we all know what good feels like, yeah, though. Yeah, but it feels good and it wakes you up. Yes. And it makes you feel, <clears throat> and, and, there, and the non-attachment part of the purpose is so important because, um, uh, freaking newsflash, you don't have to commit to a feeling of purpose for the rest of your life your purpose will change. Yes. It ebbs and it flows and it looks different as, as time goes by. And as you refine one part of your purpose, another part emerges. And some people, like we said, the five-year-old surgeon, some people are able to refine the same stone and that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not in any way saying that there's anything wrong with that. As long as that is what continues to light them up. Yes. Because we all get to a point where things become stale. Yes. And commitment is good. Uh, being in a place of contentment is good, mm-hmm. but being stale is not good. No, no, we don't want to. We don't want to be dull and dead. We want to be on fire. We want to be alive. We want to feel. We want to feel exactly. We want to feel stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I mean this aligns too with my one of my philosophies, which is just that 
I mean, this isn't my personal philosophy. This is something that every, like a, a lot of different people say, but I feel like we were given these unique callings and interests and it's, it's the way of the universe refining us. We're called to do something and it's going to require a little bit of growth and kind of remolding and, and a little bit of discomfort so that we yes. can evolve to be better. And then we get, get to that thing or that next level or mm -hmm. whatever. And then all of a sudden our interests change a little bit and we're called to do something else that's going to require our growth and, and refining. Exactly. So I, and, and that process to me is what purpose is. Yes, I agree completely. It's just the thing that, that lights you up. Yep. It's the thing that lights you up. So Mastin Kip, he's one of my favorite thought leaders. Um, gosh, I, Oh, his, his book is a, uh, I think it's 40 days and each day you have an, uh, activity in the book that helps you reclaim your power mm -hmm. and kind of the whole purpose of it is to kind of identify your purpose. But in his theory about purpose, he thinks that purpose is a set of feelings that mm -hmm. you most align with. I freaking love that. Yeah. Okay, say more about that. So the book kind of guides you through how to identify these, these th I believe it's three or four like core feelings, and then that helps you kind of unpack the activities and mm -hmm. places and environments that can help you connect more with those feelings. Okay. But to me, though that, that aligns once again with what I said before about how we're called, we're interested in, called to things we have different interests and so that's a a means of refining us to expand and grow as we achieve them it could be the said for the same the same applies with pursuing a, a certain emotion yeah so for me i remember yes one of my emotions was connectedness yes and oh my god yes thank you so i'm so happy the pursuit of connectedness and yeah. the things that are going to make Friendship. me feel connected yeah th th that is my purpose that's purpose yes thank you thank you yes 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 because so often it's like a purpose is something tangible or a thing. Or label. A label. Yeah. Or even just like, I like to sew. Yeah. Cool. That can be a purpose. But also it can be, I like to freaking talk on the phone. Yeah. I like to feel, I like to check up on my homies. I like to do that. Yeah. That is a purpose. Yes. And, and it's very important to honor every little thing that you enjoy doing and not dismiss anything. Yes. On that palette. Yes. You know, put it all there and, and be, be really really confident and happy to pursue what may seem like the smallest most stupid society like you know anything that that you may have dismissed in the past pursue those things yes because more likely than not those are the things that you're most passionate about because I don't know if you feel this way but there's also been times that purpose has revealed itself to me in a, in a sense of disappointment oh yeah so lots of times like even as a kid I can, maybe I didn't know specifically like this thing is what I really like to do, but I sure knew when I was told I couldn't do it, that I felt really disappointed oh. and that helped me understand like, Hey, why do I feel so down about this? You know, yeah. why do I, and guess what that led me to? One of my purposes is freedom. Oh yeah. Freedom to make my own freaking choices. Exactly. Free, you know, that's a purpose. Yes. I and believe more, that was one of my third yeah. feelings too. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And the more that we practice, like this, these things don't have to start, uh, 
materially, kinesthetically, tangibly. They can start intellectually. They can start with reading a book. If you've got shit, you know, like we talked about steps one and step two, the unbecoming and um, healing. Yes. Got to do those things before we get to purpose. Yes. Because you got to clear all that stuff out. You got to clear it out so that you can be free, uh, an open vessel for purpose. Exactly. Because sometimes you might not even want to get up out of the bed in the morning. And you're like, how, the, how am I supposed to know my purpose when I'm just like so miserable, right? So we start to unbecome, we start to heal. And then once we get over that sort of like neutrality, it's like, oh, okay, I want to talk to my friend today. Or I want to take a walk today. Exactly. Or I want to just sit in the sun today. Yeah. Or I, I want to listen to a song. I want to sing a song today. I want to take a bath today. Those things are all purpose. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God, Queen. I have chills. Uh, and it I, feels so good to I say mean, those I, things. This is one of my favorite. I just, <laughs> I, I love talking about it. I love hearing what I other know. people think about it. But when it comes to manifesting, when you're aligned with your purpose and your truth, that is when the universe makes it rain blessings. Yeah. And every... Right before a little blessing comes through, you're going to get a little bit of challenges to yep. check and see if you're ready yep. for it. And if you stay true to your purpose, those, those little hardships at the finish line, yep. you get it every time. Yeah, man. And you know what? Ain't nobody here to judge what anybody else's purpose is. There's no, absolutely no freaking, like, rule book to this. Exactly. There's no rules. Only you know. 100%. Yeah, you want to... So uh, we are going to share a story, yeah, let's a read couple, it. Um, like we do each week. Bear with me. We are we learning the new equipment. <laughs> each week in Manifesting with Morgan and Madeline, we share a story from a listener who used the global pandemic in 2020 as an opportunity to up-level personally or professionally. And this week, I will be reading the COVID up-level testimony from a friend of mine I met about nine months ago. She was a member of a mastermind group I was in, and we got to get pretty close uh, learning about each other's goals and aspirations. So I'm really excited to share this story, and her name is Brittany Kanaski. She's 30 years old, and she lives in Charlotte, and her profession is she is the founder and coach at Hello Velocity. So I'm going to just read the questions that I asked her and her responses. Perfect. How did you up-level as a result of the hardships created by the pandemic and lockdown? She said, I consciously chose to quit my stable corporate job in October 2020, After my partner and some friends were laid off, I found myself wishing that I was laid off too so that I could dedicate more time to my side hustle. I also, it also hit me that while people, people were going through so much uncertainty and fear during the pandemic was exactly when they'd need a life coach to help them navigate it. My question, what were the circumstances leading up to March, 2020? She said, I just had started my business as a side hustle in January. I had filed for my LLC paperwork in February and even hosted my first in-person workshops on March 10th, literally the day before COVID was declared a global pandemic. My question, 
How did you stay motivated and focused throughout the process? She said, honestly, I didn't the whole time. March through May, I barely spent any time on my business. I had to take, I had to take care of a, sorry, I apologize. I had to take a lot of time for myself. My day job got really busy because of the pandemic. So my focus was there and learning to just cope mentally with all the fear changes and ongoing social and political unrest. Once I learned how to take care of myself in the new world, I was able to recommit to my business. I worked with a dream client over the summer, and it really motivated me about how important my work is. She motivated me to find more clients like her and to really make an impact on the world. Next question. What challenges came up and how did you overcome them? She said, one major challenge was not getting as many clients as I thought I needed before I quit my job. I had this idea that I needed to have a steady roster of clients before going on my own in order to sustain my standard of living. But this was just fear talking. I had a savings account with six months of living expenses, so I knew I had time to build up the business before needing to pay myself. Next question. What were major lessons you learned that you think may benefit others? She said, one major lesson was that nothing is going to look exactly like what you plan it, and that is always for the best. The universe has better things in store for us than we could ever come up with in our heads. So it's best to just sit back and trust the process. I'm also learning to define, define success on my own terms, not based on anyone else's expectations, societal standards, or s- stories we've been fed. For instance, there's a lot of noise online right now about growing a six-figure business, and that was putting a lot of pressure on me. But then I realized what's really important to me is simply having the freedom and flexibility to travel whenever I want and work when I want to. So I journal about my wins each week to keep in check with my ultimate goals. Last week, one of my wins was that I napped twice during the week. (laughs) That's awesome. Love it. And this is such a perfect story for the the purpose. This is the story. Wow. There's no coincidence there, huh? Not at all. I I love that her lesson was was not to be attached to a plan. She, I love that she kind of Absolutely. says, you know, that that she ended up manifesting something better than what she expected, right. but she had to kind of get out under her out of her own way and right. receive it. Uh, but I can I can speak for Brittany and her company Hello Velocity. I I I believe that she is aligned with her purpose. Her mm-hmm. social media game is on point, and mm-hmm. when you talk to her, she just she just shines a bright shining light. And mm-hmm. you know, people respond to that and want more of that. Yeah. And, and you can tell she's connected to her purpose because of her aura and her vibe. It communicates that when you meet her, or talk right. to her. Oh, I love it. I um when when you were reading I was thinking a couple things she she mentioned uh just just like her win was the nap. <laughs> like that that's my favorite thing. <laughs> <But> <laughs> because it it because it directly correlates with exactly what it is that we're talking about. Like 
the, the pressure, the pressure of it being a six-figure income. Who says that it has to be a six? Maybe it should be seven, eight, nine. Maybe it, too, is fine. Maybe, yeah. maybe one, like, there's, there's no, there's no one way here. It's, it's about what we need on a personal level to do the things that we want to do. So she says, I want to work when I want, and I want to travel when I want. Well, she's achieved that. Yep. That's purpose. That's alignment with her purpose. Exactly. And it's not about us like flexing on somebody and trying to make anybody else feel bad or trying to, trying to compare the quote success that we have in this like, uh, measurable way Mm -hmm. when it comes to finances. That's not what this is at all. Um, you know, sometimes part of the purpose might need to be, I can prove to myself that I can make a lot of money. Because that helps up level in another way. Exactly. Sometimes the purpose might be like, I can prove to myself that I can live off hardly anything. Yeah. And that's okay, oh, too. Oh, I love that. That's, that's exactly. true. Exactly. You know? And, um, and I, I really, really also want to say that sometimes the purpose is a corporate job. Yeah. And that that lights you up. Oh. Because... <sighs> Sometimes. Oh no, I'm just thinking about my little like experience in the corporate world and how <laughs> well, I busted my ass to get there. Yeah. And I got there and within a week I was like, Oh my gosh, what did I sign up for? I'm gonna be stuck here for a year before right. I can leave without messing up my resume. But you know what? I had been so programmed you had, that that's exactly. where I needed to go in you life. Had, yes. And then I went there so that I could strip that programming away right. and, and pivot as quickly as possible. That was the disappointment moment. Yeah. It was the, the build up, the build up, And then you finally got there and you were disappointed because it, it was not what you needed or thought that it was going to be. And that was good. Yeah. But and here's another thing about good. manifesting yeah. is when you hit those little disappointing moments mm-hmm. in the pursuit of purpose mm-hmm. and you realize, Oh, I went down this road. I was called to go down this road. I, I got to the end of it and realized this isn't for me. Right. Yeah. You can be bummed out for a minute. That's sure, fine. You should. But I, I've seen so many people go and try something and hit a dead end and they just give up yeah. and they stay depressed and yeah. they stay small and yeah. scared. And, and the universe responds to somebody who can admit defeat, but then get back on, the, get back on the horse and get keep riding, you know? Heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the permission, giving yourself that permission to like, ultimately the word fail, fine, but try, <laughs> try the word, try like giving yourself permission to not have an attachment to what the outcome may be of the thing that you think is lighting you up. Yes. Which is this podcast. Exactly. You know? Exactly. This is like a perfect example yes. for me. I have no attachment. I would love for something cool to come out of it. But Absolutely. right now, this is the funniest Worst thing I have going yeah. on in my yeah, life. Me I'm, too. It's, it's, it's a relief, you know. And, and the balance is necessary. Um, but yeah, like for somebody who maybe needs... There are, there are times that a corporate structure or something like that does provide purpose. It does, it provides stability. It provides a lot of things that someone may need. And then there's other times it's like it's the opposite direction. This week is about honoring what feels good to you. Yes. What you need personally on a personal level, what lights you up. If it lights you up to get up in the morning, make your coffee and drive yourself into that office, freaking do it. That's awesome. You know? 
Yep. If it lights you up to take a nap in the week, do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> seriously. Um, and, and I agree. Just not having the, and the more that you align with the idea of purpose and the more that you practice, the more that you can sort of, like, I don't know how you feel, but like the corporate example you just gave when you worked so hard, you've been so programmed. Now you know that about yourself. And you're like, nope, not going down that road. Like, I already know. Yeah. So it shaves off a lot of time. Yeah. But and it wasn't a failure. No. It was a, exactly. I learned. That's, and I, I evolved. Exactly. And it was great. Which is why I don't want to use that word. And I think our, the pressure of society, of us having this one thing that we're going to do with our whole, you know, we're going to go to school and do this one thing or what have you, is too much pressure. Yeah. Take it. Be be, so unsustainable. It's live so like unsustainable. For, WWFD. What would Forrest do? <laughs> like, for real. Oh my gosh. What would Forrest do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. Yeah. Well, so I just want to kind of conclude this episode with talking about some action items that people can do. Um, okay. And perfect. I'll, I'll start with some of the things that I feel like help to get to know yourself and identify the things that set your soul on fire and align with your own personal truth because those are the activities that are going to help you get yep. to the pursuit of purpose and it's, aligned with it. So. It's nice to have tools in the toolkit. Yes, I'm these all about tools. tools. I don't, yeah. you know, if you can know what th- something means, but if you can't apply it, then yeah. it's, it's useless. It's kind of irrelevant, yeah. yeah. Uh, so one thing I had is uh, think back on your childhood. What were the things that lit you up up before life happened? What are the unique qualities, interests, passions, callings, etc. that are your biggest sources of joy? So think about these things. Write them down as you're going through the week. Like start to start to make note of the things that really you feel so happy. And even if it's like a brief moment, write it down yeah, and start to pay attention to that. And then start to think about what do you spend most of your time doing or thinking about outside of your regular responsibilities, like work and stuff. Like mm-hmm. where, where does your mind wander when you're, you have downtime. Mm-hmm. What Instagram accounts are you following? What yep. magazines are you reading? What kind of movies do you like? What kind of podcasts do you listen yeah. to? That's all going to give you little clues towards your truth. And then if you can follow that truth mm-hmm. and start to in, start to connect with those things that are passionate and you're passionate about, the things that are unique to you, that's where the purpose yeah. reveals itself. The way that you feel when you listen or watch or do the way that you feel, even, even if it's disappointed, like we said, that's important to notate too, because feeling like when you feel like this lights me up, that's great. But some people I think might not quite even be there yet. Yeah. So it might be like, make a note of when you felt disappointed Yeah. and that will help you in in the same way. Yeah. It's the place not to go. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, another thing, if, if you are in a place in your life where you are questioning your purpose mm-hmm. is Eckhart Tolle, uh, mm-hmm. A New Earth is my favorite of his books. And then um, that book I was mentioning earlier, Claim Your Power by Mastin Kip, it covers purpose really well. And uh, one that I have I read a few years ago a couple of times uh, was Purpose Driven Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. The author's last name is, or I think it was Rick Warren is yeah, the one who wrote, wrote that. that. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that one's 
I, you see it at every th- thrift store on every yeah. bookshelf in America because yeah. it was very popular, but it had some truth to it. And if you are leaning towards Christianity, that's a great little activity book, more or less, yeah. to, to identify with your purpose. It is. Too. It's a journaling, right? You do yeah, it daily. Thing. Daily. It's yeah. another forty-day journal thing, uh-huh. and. I, I love I love those type of books. At Claim Your Power by Mass and Kip is the same way. If you can hold yourself accountable for right. 40 days to do this little activity, right. guess what? The universe responds to that too. It does. That in itself is purpose. Yes. Because it's it's the commitment to yourself to know that like, hey, I'm going to do this one thing for myself every single day and that's making me more in alignment with myself, which makes me a better human for everyone else too. Exactly. Which is purpose. Yes. That's all it is. It's very, it's real simple, y'all. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so yes. do you have any, do you have any other suggestions or tools or activities that you could recommend for people to do to feel more aligned with their purpose? Your the, the list of tools that, and activities that you just read off is actually perfect. I don't, I don't see anything outside of it. I just have more comments within those things. Like we said, making sure that you listen to your disappointments just as much as you do what lights you up mm-hmm. uh, because our brains are wired um, sort of in a way that we're going to, we're going to respond to something. Mm-hmm. So not putting so much pressure on yourself for it to be a quote, good thing. Just pay attention to what you respond to. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's like a big thing. And then um, if, you know, if journaling feels like it's overwhelming or something, just my biggest, my biggest advice is within these tools is to commit to something. Yes. Very small. Yes. And to take pressure off what that looks like. Right. Non-attachment. Non-attachment. It doesn't have to look a certain way. You know, you, you don't have to. You don't have to have some huge breakthrough <laughs> the first time you sit down with, you know, a book. It doesn't have to feel that way. Um, just trust the process. Just trust the, just believe and trust the process and just know that by doing these things, y- you are in the process. You are in your purpose exactly. just by doing these things. So, yeah. Well, sounds good. I love it. Thank you, everybody, for listening and Come back next time. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, see and talk to y'all soon. <laughs> All right.